0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Base Hit Ball 4 podcast. My name is Glenn DeNegris, alongside Scott Roswald, Alex Cashman, and Tyler Blumenstick. We're about a week away from pitchers and catches reporting, and the biggest free agent name is finally off the board. Trevor Bauer decides to sign a three-year contract with the Los Angeles Dodgers with opt-outs after each of the first two years spurning the New York Mets, which for the last few weeks, looked like the likely destination. Um, a lot of things that went on. I mean, what else is new with Trevor Bauer? It's not, it's not normal when something, when things don't go on, when it comes to him. So he goes to the Dodgers, the whole kind of like couple hours before he made the decision was a very controversial. His website had Mets merchandise, linked up uh that was obviously what he says is a mistake by his team um but at the end of the day he does go to the dodgers and the dodgers after i guess being scared a little bit by what the padres have done bringing in darvish and bringing in snell and bringing in musgrove decided to put their foot down on that division so a lot of people who may have been taking the padres to win that division might need to take a step back and say hey the dodgers are still the dodgers what what, is our, uh, what are our thoughts on the Bauer signing, going to Los Angeles, going to a team that's already um, a powerhouse, already the defending champions, already a team that was going to win 100 games anyway? H- how much better could this possibly make the Dodgers that were going to be a powerhouse anyway?
1: A lot better. It, I was shocked, to be honest. I did not expect the Dodgers to come out on top. I thought he was just going to string the Mets fans along and then decide to go to the Mets. And he did not do that. Like, I feel like the apology was almost warranted, but I enjoyed watching it happen in real time. I thought it was hilarious. Just having a couple of Mets friends and just seeing the Mets fans react on Twitter, I think, was amazing. Um, but it is a little messed up, I think, to get people's hopes up. But nothing to kind of hang your hat on for the long haul. I mean, I mean it, was it was Bob Nightingale
0: first. By a Bob, Bob Nightingale. old Bob. Nightingale. First, the day before said they had a deal and they didn't have a deal and then the next day the merch came out and then two hours later he's a dodger
1: the merch is going a little too far I know he said it was an accident I don't know if it was actually an accident I don't want to go around accusing because we're talking Trevor Bauer here he is a wild card loose cannon some for the good some for the bad I think mostly for the good but I don't know it's definitely towing a line you probably shouldn't taking people's money for a team you're not going to play for
0: does this negate what the Padres did all offseason
2: yeah division wise yes I think the the Dodgers clearly are the the front runner now at this point um and once once you get into the postseason anything can happen and repeating as champions is so difficult um so it's going to be a challenge for the Dodgers once they get to the postseason uh you know to get back to the World Series and to win it all again but for me, like ignoring the contract of for Trevor Bauer, adding Trevor Bauer uh, is huge. It makes the Dodgers so much better. That rotation is is discussing with with Walker Buehler and Kershaw and Julio Urias and and now Bauer. That that top four is better. And David than, Price is your five. Yeah, and David Price is your five. He he didn't pitch last year. He opted out, but he's still a good pitcher. And if he's your fifth option. You, you can't get any better than that So that that rotation is the best In baseball at this point um, But for me like The contract is terrible I don't think he's worth Any of that money um, But good for him And Rachel Luba, his agent um, Getting that done and getting him that money um, You can't fault him For that, but I just don't think he's worth it
1: Yeah It's a lot Definitely a lot of money, for sure You guys all took the positive route
3: here, and I'm going to take the negative route. Surprise, surprise. You often do. (laughs) uh, Yes, this is a win for the Dodgers, but I truly believe that it's more of a loss for the Mets than anything else. I would agree. I mean, and I I know I keep saying it, and I'm going to keep saying it until I'm proven wrong. Steve Cohen came into this offseason saying he's going to spend a lot of money and has done nothing. Yes, he got Lindor, but first of all, he hasn't been signed uh, long-term, so that means nothing. Uh, second, you went and got a catcher named uh, James McCann, who is serviceable. He's a good catcher, but he's not Real Muto, who you could have bought if you want to spend all the money. I mean, he would have very quickly gone to the Mets if they were going to offer him the money he wanted. Um, and now you lose out on Bauer. Um, you lose out on uh, Springer.
2: Um so the Mets is still the Mets. The Mets are still the Mets. Yeah, that, that was actually one of my initial thoughts was like I was I was like I was giving the Mets the benefit of the doubt like that they were going to be, you know, relevant. But, you know, I, I'm pretty quickly back on the board with you, Cash, of uh, the Mets will be the Mets until the Mets prove that they're not the Mets. Um, I think it's a huge loss for, for the Mets, for Cohen, uh, for their fans. A couple of my friends, uh, they didn't want to admit it, but they, they sounded very salty uh when I was talking to them about it um big big L for them and, and and another one of my initial thoughts was I'm just I'm happier that he didn't go to the Mets like I don't care that he went to the Dodgers like for NLE's purposes Philly's purposes like I'm just glad Bauer is you know where he is with the Dodgers I don't have to deal with him so because he's a good pitcher
3: however I will agree with you Scott but I think that contract's horrendous
0: um and Baseball I, reference has him projected to go 11 and 10 with a 3.6 ERA. That's not a $40 million pitcher. It's
2: not the highest paid player in baseball.
0: He's had an ERA over four mm. in seven of his nine big league seasons. He's
2: got a 3.9 career ERA. And like if he's he regresses back to his uniform.
0: career average, that's
2: no
3: way he's close not going to not lose 10 games in a Dodgers uniform, but his ERA is going to be up there. But he'll a still three, get the wins because they have a. They have a great lineup.
0: I mean, he was he was the beneficiary of being on the Reds last year and facing both central divisions only.
3: For facing the games. Pirates
0: and the Brewers and the Royals and the Cardinals and the Tigers, all those teams he faced. That was his entire that was his entire schedule. So he never had to face the Dodgers. He never had to face the Padres. He never had to face the Braves. He never I am had
3: very face- curious about what happens with his uh you know social media presence. When and if he struggles,
1: it's not going to change. And I feel like that's most of the reason why that that's there in the first place is because it's that thing you can fall back on both if no, things aren't going. That's great not what I mean in that's the sport.
3: Not, I I must have worded that wrong. I don't mean his presence. I mean more so of how he acts. What's he going to say if he starts the season zero and three with a nine ERA? You know, um, he can't go out there and start talking shit. I don't I, think he does that in the first place, though.
1: Oh. I, like, he's not one to talk and deflect his own issues. I think what his what he does and more of what he does is he goes and he breaks his film down and he goes into the analytics portion of it and it goes up on his YouTube channel. I, I feel like he's, yes, he has the tendency to say things that the typical person in his position don't say, but... Tyler, he overall, was, uh, he was
3: telling hitters what was coming in spring training last year. Yeah, that's savage. How could you not like that? That's amazing. I'm not saying I dislike it, but that's him saying, All right, I'm gonna strike you out regardless. Yeah. So my point is what happens if he struggles? That's my point. I don't know.
2: I, I don't think he changes. That's yes. just his his personality is very strong. He, he's very he's in his ways, and I don't you know, I don't think he would change his approach whatsoever.
0: Do you think the Dodgers needed to do this? They won the World Series already. They've won the division the last eight years. Is what the Padres did this offseason, was that really enough to scare, I guess, the Dodgers into paying $40 million a year to Trevor Bauer? He's going to be making more in this year than a lot of entire organizations' rosters make. Do you think that it was necessary for the Dodgers to do something like that, to blow past the luxury tax, to get Trevor Bauer?
1: I don't think it was necessary. I just feel like, I don't know. It was, it wasn't more of a scare for the Dodgers. What the Padres did I f- as more of a kind of just like an up yours from the Dodgers front office, just saying like, Hey, we have the capability to do this and we're going to do it. So here you go. Now deal with it.
3: And that's what they did. So but the Padres did this offseason is very good, but the Dodgers are still the Dodgers. They have an unreal lineup and phenomenal pitching staff with or without Bauer. Um, And I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with the Padres. I think it has more to do with the Dodger just saying, Hey, let's go steal a pitcher from the Mets.
2: Yeah, I think it was I think it's kind of like big brother flexing his muscles on you know, little brother saying, Hey, I'm here. I can do whatever I want. Um, if I if I want to go get that L Cy Young award winner from last year, I'm I'm gonna go do it because I can.
1: I want to go back to what Glenn said what he or what was the projection? Eleven and ten with the three point six.
0: Yeah, I think that's yeah. what
1: it was. I mean, let's throw the record aside. I feel like even if Trevor Bauer pitches to a 3.6, no, he's not worth the money, but that's good enough for what the Dodgers need him to do. But 45 million well, can is what get, it costs you. You can to get, get
2: 3.6 from someone who makes $5 million.
0: I don't
1: know so, about that.
2: So that's the thing. I, I sent you guys that graphic um of two other pitchers where his numbers are very similar to um and similar age with Jake Odorizzi and James Paxton. Since 2015, uh, Bowers' ERA is a 3.96, Odorizzi's a 3.82, and James Paxton Paxson is a 3.6. So he he's put up similar numbers to middle of the road pitchers, and he got the best, the most money for a single year in all of baseball. So I well, think
3: one, go ahead, Cash. No, I was just going to say. Well, hopefully, this helps the league in general. Like, now guys are going to say, "Hey, I could throw a, a, a three six ERA and get paid forty five million dollars if I go out there and make a social media presence of myself." Yeah, that's the thing,
1: that's what I was going to touch on.
0: I don't think his contract was based on his social media. I, I beg to differ. I think that's it's the opposite. so
2: wrong.
3: That's so wrong.
1: Yeah, I think, it, I think analytics are a
2: huge part of it. You think his YouTube
0: channel gave him an extra $25 million per year in salary? Not $25
3: but I think it definitely...
0: Well, that's what, what got him role. looked at. That's what him,
3: got the bidding war. I mean, listen, the Dodgers had to... If they wanted Bauer, they had to say, okay, I'm going to go out and pay them, pay him more than what the Mets are going to pay him. And if the Mets were willing to pay him $40 million a year, then the Dodgers said, all right, I guess I got to go forty-five. And, but, you know, Paxton's still in the market, like Scott said. Um, you know, Jay Happ had, th- had thrown similar numbers like this in the last few years. And Yankee fans, including myself, have hated him. So, I don't know. I, I just think that uh, the,
2: the Dodgers bought the name. I, and, he, I don't, and, and Bauer probably brought a, br- a lot of analytics to the, to the table, like presentation-wise, saying, like, this is what I project for myself over the next two, three years. This is what you're getting from me. I think that's part of his whole thing too. Is he he doesn't want to look at the past. He wants he's trying to project forwards. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I I, I always feel like I understand spending on what you think he's going to do, but in the one year with the Cy Young year last year, it it, it came on eleven starts through sixty games. We talk a lot about how you know players struggled and how they get a pass for a 60-game season, I think that same great assault needs to be provided with someone who had a career year where their numbers over the course of a normal 162 don't don't tell the same story. So I don't hate Trevor Bauer. I think he's a really good pitcher. But for $40 million per year, is he worth more than DeGrom? Is he worth more than Cole? No, I don't think he is. But I guess the going rate for the next guy is always going to be more. So the Dodgers well, went out, and they did it.
3: If DeGrom um, was a free agent right now he'd be getting 50 million a year. Yeah, I
0: think that was a mistake by DeGrom. He should have held out till free agency. He signed with that team friendly extension with the Mets. Um let's let's move our attention back towards the Mets because you know, I think that I actually think that they're better off without Bauer. Um I feel like the guy they should have gotten was Springer. If they were going to go into the $40 million per year range with Trevor Bauer, why couldn't they go into the $25, $30 million range for Springer and outbid the Blue Jays? I think it's either a a case where Steve Cohen doesn't have the deep pockets that he claims to, or that free agents don't consider the Mets a real possibility and they just use this new ownership to drive up the price for the organization that they do want to go to.
1: It's the latter. I can confidently say it's the latter. Steve Cohen's got the money. He said hey, it from listen, his own mouth months he, ago. He lost a lot of money on GameStop, man. No, uh, come on, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> he didn't lose money on GameStop. He bailed out the people that lost money on GameStop. His company he, lost money. He's picking up a business at the low. From a business perspective, I don't know the nitty-gritty about it, but that's a good move on his part. From what whatever. I can Nevertheless,
3: it does I was just I, making a joke. I, you know? I,
2: I, I'm just. I saying. Do- I do agree with you. I think it's the latter. I think they the Mets got played a little bit. They got used. I agree with Glenn that the guy should have been Springer. Um, yes, he's a little bit older, but they have a huge hole in center field. Brandon Nimmo is the worst defensive center fielder in baseball, and he's like arguably one of the worst just defensive players in baseball. Um and they signed Albert Armora, which is yeah, so he's not gonna move
0: the needle for you. Albert
2: Armora does nothing offensively. He he is a nice glove, but he he's nothing offensively. So, so they're yeah. thinking they're gonna platoon the two. So you have, so that's a so bad idea. Steve Plus, Steve you Cohen play.
0: came in here flexing his financial muscle to get a platoon in center field. All yeah. right, so I'm gonna I'm
3: gonna say my theory be, to, to defend Steve Cohen for a second, and it hurts me to do, um, but George Springer just left the Houston Astros, and he was part of the biggest scandal possibly in sports history. Uh, He's a cheating cheating little shit, right? But that's neither here nor there. My point is that the Mets just lost their general manager without overseeing a game, their manager without overseeing a game, and it just came out that their former manager did unspeakable things while he was with or before slash during whatever his time with the Mets. Does George Springer really want to leave Houston? And the turmoil that he went through with the garbage can scenarios um, to go to the Mets where it seems that they're making headlines for the wrong reasons every day. I don't, he he may have
2: taken that into account,
3: but you know, Toronto is a little bit more of a, a lot more of a small market than New York, not saying Toronto is a small market, but in comparison to New York, it is. And, you know, the Mets unfortunately cannot catch a break. I mean, they thought they turned the a corner. You know, they got a new owner. He's got deep pockets, right? And he comes in. They hire a general manager who then gets fired. And Mickey Calloway, It comes out that he was a
2: being piece of naughty. shit. Being I mean,
3: naughty. Yeah, <laughs> being naughty. And they can't catch a break. And it sucks. Like, I can't imagine what goes through the mind of a Mets fan like right now that something good finally happens. And then it
0: just all goes to shit. I I think the the Mets need to save face here because this has been other than the Lindor trade, the, the Lindor trades a big banding for what has been in my opinion, an embarrassing off season because you know, Cohen comes in, from Wilpon. He promises to spend money. Mets fans are thinking they're going to get Real Muta. They're going to get Springer. They're going to get Bauer. They end up getting Lindor and Lindor is going to do well for the Mets in the one year that he's going to be there so far. But if for any save face that Cohen needs to do, he needs to lock up Lindor and lock up Conforto. He needs to sign some massive extensions by the time opening day goes around because you can't have that cloud of if Lindor is going to stay or not when we get to the regular
2: season. Yeah, clock clock is ticking on the Lindor thing because Lindor in his introductory press conference said, you know, once spring training gets rolling, like once we're like a couple weeks in, like I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to want to do it. So, um, Cohen's got to get that done. He's definitely got to get Conforto done. Uh, maybe you give Pete Alonzo an extension as well. Just, um, but he's got to get those things done. The one going back to Springer real quick. Springer did. Like he said he wanted to be close to home. He's from Connecticut. Like the Mets They just whiffed on him. Yeah. The Mets were essentially handed a guy saying, I wanna be here, like come get me. Um and he decided to leave the country um and go play north of the border, potentially. I mean, that's
0: rough. I mean, you're right
2: the Blue Jays don't
0: even know where their regular season games are going to be. They might be in Buffalo again. They might be in Duddon where their spring training is in Florida. I don't think they're going to be allowed in Toronto, at least for the first part of the season when it opens. So Springer decided to go with that situation over, I guess, the com- comfortability of City Field and New York and everything that goes along with that. The fact that Steve Cohen couldn't pony up and match or exceed Toronto's offer, that's not a good look for him in his first offseason as a Major League Baseball owner.
1: And he doubled down on it, too. If you don't get Springer, at the very least, the guy you need to get, because the need is because of a glove. Your lineup's not the problem. You're not filling center field to get a bet. And they go inside Albert Almora Jr. Why isn't Jackie Bradley the guy you're going after and paying and making sure that that is your center fielder solely because of what a free, he can do agent? glove? Yeah. he's yeah. available. But Almora got signed before that, and now I'm seeing tweets on my timeline right now about how the Mets are—they're boasting their depth with Tomas Nido, Jose Martinez, Albert Almora, Luis Guillorme, and Jonathan VR. Like, I don't know if you're a Mets fan if you're going to be happy about that. That sounds like fantasy baseball
3: 2014. It's awful. It's terrible. <laughs> it's a whiff. It's a big whiff.
1: And and they I'm gotta, angry now. I don't know how that happened, to but I'm angry.
0: We talked a couple a couple podcasts ago. We talked about how great this division is. I mean. The Nationals are beefing up. They won the World Series two years ago. The Phillies are getting better. They're addressing the bullpen. They brought back Real Muto. The Braves just brought back Osuna, and you know, you know, the Marlins will see what happens with them. But they have not done enough to thrust themselves into you know a situation where you can see them winning the division. Because I don't. I think the Pecota projections that I sent you guys this morning had them winning the division. I ninety five games. Thing, I think that whole thing that I sent you was complete nonsense I think a lot of those divisions were completely off but a month ago
3: you had the Mets winning the division because I
0: thought they'd do more I thought they would have Springer I thought they would get Bauer but they haven't they've completely whiffed they fooled me I thought they would actually spend I trusted Steve Cohen at his word I'll never do that again they missed on everything they missed on everything and that trade for Lindor was more on Cleveland being desperate to rid that contract before they lose him for nothing than the Mets actually doing something
2: do the Mets have a general manager right now? I think it's, I think
0: Alderson's
2: just, they they name both sides. They named their assistant, the interim, but it's essentially Sandy Alderson running the show right now. And even when Porter was there, it was still Alderson making those shots,
0: calling the shots.
3: Well, I gotta be honest with you. Glenn, I hate to say this. I agree with you. The Lindor trade looking back at it, had nothing to do with the Mets. It had everything to do with the Indians. Um, and uh there's no way he signs long term i'm going to say it there's no shot no shot i'd love it that would be that would be there's incredible no shot after i mean lindor's not going to sign a contract to lose yeah he he, wants, they're not he a, wants a bad team win. though
1: come on we got to be fair here
3: i feel like why? Not a bad. They're,
1: team. Not, they're not a bad team, the but best best they're not. They're,
0: they're not a bad team, but they're not the Nash. They're not the. Uh, they're not the. Um, I'm sorry. The Braves. They're not the Braves. They're not the leader. They're not I'm a not the bad team. team.
3: They have one of the best uh, pitching rotations in baseball. Tyler, every year we say the same shit. Baseball says the same shit. They have one of the best rotations in baseball. They got the pitching to get it done, but they don't get it done ever. Can we
1: talk about something though? I, yeah,
3: I would love. This is a podcast. I'd love to do that. So the Pocahontas standings.
1: That's as of two seven, 2021. Ozuna signed after that, yeah. Yeah, he signed mm-hmm. yesterday, the two eight. Yeah. So the Braves have a five point four percent chance of winning on the seventh. I I feel like if we refresh Pocota sometime within the next few days, that NL East division is gonna look very different when that date changes.
2: Is that makeup? But that was still pr- still projected game difference. Still projected I mean, after Bauer signed. Like, why were the Mets given ninety-five games? Why? Like, how did a project?
1: That, I'm not saying it's perfect. It's definitely not. <laughs> like
2: <perfect.
1: laughs> it's like that definitely is, not perfect.
2: That is that was like the third best record in baseball. They gave were giving the Mets. Yeah, behind the Dodgers and the Yanks. Like, no, they're they're not there. And I I gave them two weeks ago. I said they'd come in second place in the division. I don't think they're the second. Ozuna best team signed in on division. the fifth. The fifth yeah all
1: right so Pocota needs to revisit yeah. everything
0: all these are wrong I'm like I have it right in front of me
1: the NO Central um, is bad it's very bad Milwaukee Chicago, leading the, the division
0: they have the White Sox winning only 83 games I think they're the clear-cut favorite in that division well they I have, mean they're
3: doing exactly what they want you to do and let's talk about it
0: they have Houston winning 93 I don't see how that's possible without Verlander Milwaukee the Cubs are ahead of St. Louis I don't. I don't agree with any of this. Well,
3: it's very possible that Houston wins ninety three because they're cheating bastards.
2: But they're without Springer. They're without Verlander. They're without Cole. They're without. They're a shell of themselves at this point. Altuve was uh, an atrocity last year. You know why? Because he didn't cheat. (laughs)
0: Shithead.
2: Possibly. They have the
0: Phillies at eighty three. I think the Phillies are better than eighty
2: three. I. I. but I put the Phillies right there at that point. I, I really? have, I keep, I'm, I've, well, you're, just a, you're just a beaten down Phillies. Fan. <laughs> I,
3: I am. So, well, I, well, you got to remember, we're, we're singing praises for the Braves and the Nationals, and the, the Phillies are going to play them 19 times. 83 could be a lot. Yeah.
2: I, I'm i not, I'm not completely sold on the Nationals just because their lineup outside of Soto and Turner, I don't, like, no one really blows me away in that lineup outside Schwarber of doesn't two. do it for you. Not really. He's an average player at this point. He never really got better. Uh Josh Bell is he had a good 2019. He was terrible last year, so we'll see. I don't know. I, I think the Phillies and Nationals are are kind of at the same level. I don't think one is that much better than the other. Do you think the Mets are
0: 12 games better than those teams, though? No, absolutely not.
2: now
3: Can you someone tell me who's closing the games for the Mets?
0: Edwin it would be Edwin Diaz okay (laughs) they brought in what who they bring in they brought in Trevor May they brought in Aaron loop those guys aren't you know they're not saving that bullpen well
1: loop's gonna be your lefty specialist and Trevor May had I think it was an injury um kept him out like two years when he was with the twins and I feel like now he pitched one year with the twins and his contract ran up but when he came back from that injury he was a good bullpen piece for that twins team Sorry. Trevor is still
2: solid. in there. I think he's, he's still out fine, there. but I don't think Trevor May's putting you over the top. Oh no, I'm not going to argue that either.
0: Trevor Rosenthal's still out there. There's a bunch of relievers still out there, and if mm. I'm a Mets fan, I'm saying, okay, we lost out on Bauer. That sucks, but that means that there's 40 million dollars that you were spending, that you were willing to spend, well, and there's still a lot of either. free agents. How do we not...
3: know? Do we know what the Mets offered Bauer? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was around oh, the same. Yeah, it was around the same. He oh, just I essentially did. chose the Dodgers. Over wow. the Mets, okay. so you. there's thirty-five to forty millions out there that Steve Cohen was willing to spend on one guy. Why can't you allocate that to get a two or three relievers? Get Bradley Jr. out in there. I I don't know why it, it was Bauer or a bust for the Mets.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. It just they 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 messed up big time this offseason. season. Uh, glad I'm not a Mets fan because that that has to suck. Thinking that you're gonna go out there and you're gonna get everybody, you know, that's available and you got nothing. Uh big fail.
0: Let's move on to the uh, negotiations between the MLB and MLBPA for this upcoming season. So they announced that there will be no universal DH, but the seven innings and the runner on second, the seven innings in double headers and then the runner on second to start extra innings will be implemented. There'll be no expanded playoffs. And there is a, I guess, potential, depending on how things go with vaccinations and where we are as a country with the virus, that the playoffs might be neutral site again. I think that'll be determined months from now when we'll see what happens with that. I I don't like this at all. I just, I didn't like it last year, but I understood it. But I think this year with 162, with, you know, us getting, you know, all these vaccinations over the next couple months, I don't see the need to have double header seven innings i don't see the need to have a runner on second with extra innings i think these are gimmicky kind of nonsense things that they threw together to guess i guess shorten the games i th- the dh pisses me off the most because it's just time it's just time to do it i i think all three of these implementations are just not good for the game and i just it just boggles my mind and we go over this every something? single it goes over this every single week let me just finish we go over this every single week that whatever the right thing seems to be they seem, meaning baseball, seem to do the opposite. You can ask me the question now.
3: Thank you. Um, permission granted. <laughs> is uh, these rule changes not good for the sport or not good for you? I don't think they're good for the sport. Why? Because I don't think that... So you're telling me that people really want to sit and watch 18 innings of baseball in the middle of July? Once in a blue moon, I think it's not a problem to the point where you have to compromise the integrity of the game. There's still going to be cancellations. I mean, we're not COVID-free. There's still going to be games canceled. You know, you can see in the NBA right now, games are getting canceled. NHL, there's a game or two canceled literally every single night. So games are still going to get canceled. You're going to have to make them up. I understand it for this year. um, And I honestly, I understand it going forward because – who wants to sit and watch 18 innings of baseball other than the four of us? Again, I get it once in a while, but the the doubleheaders are going to be – there's going to be a lot of doubleheaders this year because there's going to be cancellations. And, you know, you want to save the best baseball for October, that would be saving the arms. And you're going to destroy baseball's best pitchers with 18 innings.
0: But isn't there isn't there better ways to handle that with arms? How about expanding rosters on doubleheaders to maybe like 30? getting arms up from the minor leagues? Do you have to, I guess, chop down innings from a baseball game? Because what if a team, and we talked about this last year when they implemented this too, what if a team misses a playoff by one game because they lost in a, like a fluky seven inning game, they didn't have the eighth and ninth inning to catch up. I feel like every game game needs to be uniform and other sports don't do this. Other sports don't chop off time on the clock because, you know, there's a back-to-back. You know what I'm saying?
3: I get it, um, but... This is the only sport that's not timed. Yeah. So I'm listen, you know, you, you want to talk about maybe improving viewership. I get, I understand what you're saying and I don't, I don't disagree. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that we complain every single week that viewership is down, that baseball isn't fun. And that, you know, the younger generation just doesn't like baseball. Um, I mean, we live in a society where like the longest video you could watch is 60 seconds on TikTok. Who's going to say what kid is wants to sit and watch 18 innings of baseball? You know, 14 innings is still a lot, but it's better.
1: I don't even think that's the right way to approach this. And I don't think that's the way that the decisions being made. Like, I don't think Rob Manfred sitting down at a conference table with the rest of his team thinking uh, we got to find a way to get an elementary school kid to watch two baseball games in one day. It's I just feel like that's a complete non-factor like it. I don't
0: know. Yeah, this do you like th- the do you like the runner on second in extra innings? No,
2: I don't, I don't mind it. I don't. I don't like that. I, I hate it. I mean, we've had cash. Do you like
0: the shootout in hockey? Um, <laughs> yes. I hate. The shootout. I do
3: not. like I think the it's in exciting, hockey. but like, I, I you know we've been doing it an in indie ball for two years, so for me it's kind. I'm kind of used to it. Um, and and indie ball it's different. We're not hitting home runs every at bat, but. So it brings an element of small ball to the game, which I personally like. I I like small ball, but as we saw last year, it didn't really do that much small. Ball. I don't know, man.
2: Do it. Do it in the twelfth inning. I don't. I don't get I, st- that. I can agree with. I don't get starting I bend in right that. away. Like, I'll depend on that. Do it. Do it a couple innings in. Like once you know nothing's happened, then then put the guy out there. But the the seventh innings, it's it's just player safety at this like and I, I understand what cash like games are going to, there's probably going to be a lot of double headers this year. So it makes sense um, to do it that way. I, I I don't, I don't like it. I don't like the uh, runner on second and I got on board with the DH. I, you know what? I don't want to watch Aaron Nola swing the bat when there's, you know, runners on base. The only got like there's only a few pitchers, select pitchers that actually want to be up there swinging in the bat. And, you're saying two? Two. Was it Bumgarner and what? Greg Robb? Frankie. So there's, there's a couple guys. And there's that- so
0: much. They're so expensive now. Like, what, imagine Bauer has to miss a month, month and a half because he, you know, twisted his ankle rounding second. Yeah. But the, Tanaka got hurt
2: once, yeah. right? Running the base. Wong ruined his career. Charlie, I Morton- love
1: that play from Tanaka, by the way.
2: <laughs> when He's being Morton- aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. And when Charlie Morton was on the Phillies for his one year, he pitched in three games in the third game he blew out his hamstring running to first base. Like it like pitchers aren't used to that. That's not what they're training their bodies to do. Uh it, it's pointless. It, like to go back to the Mets, the Mets are not gonna have to play Dom Smith in left field. Like their defense is going to be horrific this year because they're gonna be playing guys out of position um uh, because there's no DH. Like if
0: there was a DH you can move uh Smith to first and have Alonzo DH. Yeah, Because Alonso can't play first.
2: And you put Nimmo in left field well, he and he can't you, play first well. And you put Nimmo in left and then you go get JBJ to play center field. Uh it, it, like that that one really surprised me. That And Ozuna's
0: going to have to play the field now in yeah, Atlanta.
2: And he's not a slouch defensively. I believe he's won a gold glove, but like at this point He has an unbelievable arm. He's not the same defender. We saw the play a couple years ago when he climbed on the fence in St. Louis and then fell flat on his face because he completely misjudged the ball. But yeah, it, it took away jobs, which is that I didn't get that on the, the sense of the MLBPA is that they eliminated 15 jobs for guys.
0: They don't um, want to agree on. And yeah. neither neither side want to agree on anything before they need to, which is and that,
2: that's that's the issue is that the CBA is ne- up next year. Like no one wants to give in at this point and lose their bargaining power for next year. So this is what it is at this point. And, you know, we should just be happy that baseball starting on time because of this.
0: Yeah. No, I don't think anyone that was a baseball fan wanted this month off or a month delay. I think that would have been, you know, bad because, you know, all these players already started working out months ago with the anticipation of going on time. And if you stump that, then you're going to get a lot of injuries and a lot of people coming into the second quote-unquote camp out of shape like we saw last year.
3: Uh, Adam Duvall agreed to a one-year deal with the Marlins. Good for that. Sorry, I just just saw that alert. I don't know if that's breaking news or not. Um, he had 16 home runs last year.
0: What do the Marlins need to do to prove that last year wasn't a fluke? Is there anything they can do? Do they have the talent over 162?
3: I say uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, don't know. I mean... I don't know either. Yes, I'm mean, yes, not a have, confident. Yeah, I don't know if they have the depth.
0: I don't know if they'll make the playoffs because it's not expanded. But can they go? They can they go eighty-three? Can they win over? Can they go over five hundred? I was gonna say. I think if they win eighty
1: games, I feel like that's very good for them, because the division's somewhat out of reach. Like even the Mets make the Marlins look like a bad baseball team, and it, it there's just no. No, really- the Marlins play Marlins. the Mets very well, though. They do. The Marlins play in division pretty well to begin <laughs> with, like in general. But yeah. Scott hates playing the Marlins. Hate
2: it. I hate it so much. Yeah, they 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 just they play tough against their division rivals. Is do you think there's a chance that all five teams finish at 500 or better?
0: Yeah. I think it comes down to the Marlins because I think they all will. I think I think four of the five definitely will. Which
1: would be would be pretty cool. Is it cool. possible though? Is it yeah, really cause... possible?
0: I think just, I've seen it.
2: Yeah, if, if you go outside, you take care of business outside of the division, and you, you kind beat of up, beat, you go
0: five hundred in your division, you go over five hundred out of your division, then you got it. Yeah, it's a good point.
2: It's possible. I think I think it's very possible. But there's always
0: that one team that's get beat get that that gets beaten up by the division, and normally it's the Marlins.
2: Yeah, just because they just don't have the depth. Well, you they're, just they're said young.
0: that they they play the Mets
3: well and they play the Phillies well. But the Braves probably they play them well, but they still lose more than they win.
1: Oh, For they
2: sure. beat
3: the Phillies a lot.
2: Yes, they do. <laughs> and they've beaten them very badly. At very, very bad times. I think the Marlins have ended the Philly season in the last two years. Yikes. Late in September. I'm gonna figure out what the Marlins. It's right not
1: what you are. want. In the division. No. Bakota says that they're gonna be sixty-eight
2: and ninety-four. I don't think that's right. I think it's bad. I think yeah. that's far because it's like only what like eight games better than the than the Orioles, right?
1: Uh, like one point eight wins better. Okay,
2: yeah, they're they're all uh, they're more than two wins better than the Orioles.
1: I'd say, yeah, between like five and ten wins better than the Orioles.
3: If Are not, the Orioles more? gonna win ten games this year. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> was la- in during the last season, in
1: the moment, I,
0: said, I thought it was a good bet. I know, I picked them under twenty. No, oh, I
3: wasn't making fun of you at
1: all. I really wasn't. No, I'm still pissed now because I, I mean I never placed the bet. I just said it on the podcast, but they had like what were they like twelve and five at one point or like
2: yeah they started well
1: six yeah they had like fifty games to go and only needed like seven they were like in
0: the last couple of weeks of the year they were like battling with the Yankees for like the eighth seed I remember and I was like, like I was they, not happy about that at all
2: they hung around last year so and and that's that was the you know the product of the shortened season was those mm-hmm. bad teams could could linger they didn't have to worry about depth for a full are you year. surprised
0: that they're not expanding the playoffs you surprised that they're not keeping
2: the one to eight seed and they're just yeah. making it what it was i think that's another shocker as well um, i'm very happy with it yeah I, I and we talked about it last week because you know it does make those the spots more valuable um but you, you know we we talked about it with it it kind of knocks teams out a little bit earlier Um, but I'm kind of disappointed. I kind of wanted the extra cushion just, you know, in case, but I'm fine either way. I got to imagine it's it's on the table to come back next year, though.
0: Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that we might see differently next year. I think DH is definitely one of them.
2: That's one Um, thing that I'm
0: wondering is, and that's my
1: main gripe with this entire situation, and I know we're in a pandemic right now, but still, why are we changing the rules over and over again every year? Like, why has this been a thing where, like, Last year, it makes sense. This year, I don't understand. Like, we have really nothing. L-
0: nothing much has really changed. Well, Seven we're innings. playing a
1: normal season, a regular season. As of right now, nothing adverse has happened to the 2021 MLB season to warrant taking all of these measures prior to the season. Like, do in a normal year, do we the players and the owners get together and agree on the rules, or is it no. just assumed?
0: Like, it's why assumed are, in the why are we doing this? I think it's for the coronavirus. But
3: that's what they're going to hide behind. They're they're going to be there's going to be cancellations
1: without a doubt, of course. But why do we now need like, is this going to be a thing going forward where now the players and the owners are going to fight over the rule set and whether there's going to be a DH or not? I would assume The seven inning game's fine. I get that. But like the DH, the playoffs, like why are we just teetering? The time to debate this is during the CBA, is it not? Yeah.
3: Why is this happening right now? It's just well, I think that's the argument. I, I think that's the argument. Like everything went back to the way it was except for the seven inning games and the and the extra extra innings, innings because that is what's going to be needed this year. But you know, I, I think that the at the end of the day, everything that was changed last year due to COVID is back to the way it was prior. So I think that they were meeting to see if it should happen, and it, it did. I don't know if I just it's made a sense point. there, but it made sense no, it was, in my it, head. It's a good point. Yeah, I agree.
0: There were a couple other rules that were kind of implemented today, just in terms of spring training. So the teams in Florida are going to play in pods, they call it. So East Florida teams will play there, and then West Florida teams will play there, and there won't be any you know, cross-state matchups. Um, there will be, I guess – in depending on when we are, where we are in March, you can, the managers can decide if it's going to be a five inning game, a seven inning game or a normal nine inning game. Um, You know, I I thought that I thought that was interesting because, you know, a lot of those minor league kids rely on the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth inning Um, spring training really isn't, you know, a TV entertainment kind of thing. It's, it, it is on TV for the diehards, but it's, they're not like, I guess they're not, I, I the main priority isn't ratings. I think it's more to get ready for the season, make sure everybody's healthy, make sure everyone's timing's down. Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think we're gonna see a lot of these shortened games, you know, by yeah, design? I do because
3: I think that they don't want everyone in one place at one time for that long. I think that they're gonna have them play their game and then go back to the hotel. Um, or wherever they're staying. You know, I know somebody in major league baseball right now, um who Is going into their first season with an organization and he had told me that they are not mixing with uh, the 40 man the 40 man is going to be their own place their own bubble if you will and you know the the new guys aren't going to meet anyone on the 40 man unless they're there for extended swing training or anything but um, there's not going to be a lot of mingling going on
1: one question i have i don't know if any of you guys have the answer what is the what's the point in playing a five inning game with travel and all that type of stuff? Like seven innings, I understand. I know it's only a two inning difference both ways between five and seven and seven and well, nine. Well, that's why they're like,
0: not they're not doing the travel. Like all these teams in the east side are all like within a thirty minute drive. But so. even so, what my point
1: is like, what's the difference between playing a safe, controlled nine inning inter squad versus a five inning versus another team? Like I feel like it, there's just no. There's no point in getting together, putting on an entire show and a game and a production, basically, for five innings. Like, that's an hour and a half of baseball. Like,
3: So the other thing is, and I'll I'll say it from the stadium side of things, is that if there's going to be fans in the stands, which I would have to imagine there will be in Florida especially, you're paying people to work those games Mm -hmm. for that extra hour and a half, two hours, whatever it is. And stadiums that have sat vacant for a year – Ownership might not have the money to do so. Well, even fans buying tickets,
1: same thing. Like, you don't know if you're going to pay a ticket for a look, spring training is cheap regardless, but like, you don't know if you're paying 20 bucks for a nine inning game or a five inning game. And that might be different for some people. I think it's, it's,
3: uh, ahead of of time, it's, it's figured out.
0: Yeah. But they can decide when they how, change how how, how far.
2: far, Yeah. Like, how far in advance does that decision have to be made?
3: Well, that, see, that depends. I guess that's a great question. And I don't know when that decision is, but, um
0: like that would suck if i bought a ticket to a game even if it's just like ten dollars for a ticket to spring training and then they hand out exchange lineup cards and then there's an announcement all right so, all right, so i have a question a for you game.
3: i have a question for you it's a little bit of a different scenario but you go to a yankee game right you spend $100 on a hundred dollars on a bleacher seat yeah they play five innings starts downpouring yankees win one nothing
0: yeah but i get a weather forecast before the game like i know what i'm signing up for am i not
3: um, like yeah.
0: that 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 idea is in my head that it might get rained
3: out sure but it's still a possibility that you're paying for a not you're paying for a nine inning game right and you're going and you're only getting five innings yeah i think it's just more you have a good point i think it's just more so the point of
1: it's more just like a the managers can cut it off yeah it's, it's, it's the fact like, that yeah, hey, human, we don't want to play it's, a,
0: it's a human decision that's being made i would have game off.
3: i would have to imagine that when you buy the ticket, you know how many innings you're getting. I agree.
0: I would hope so. That's, I would, I would hope that's the case. But you're dealing I mean, with
3: Rob Manford here. Yeah. Well, at that point, you're dealing with the stadium operations. This is true.
0: And also, it wouldn't work for, I was listening to Michael K, and he was talking about it. Like, you know, these TV, and we don't really, I, I don't know if we, any of us care really about this, but like TV networks sell commercials. So if a game gets cut off at the fifth inning, they, sold airspace for the seventh eighth ninth inning commercials now it doesn't affect us but that's another thing to i guess Yeah,
2: think about. It does does take that into account yeah or they they have to um when they're doing that but yeah it'll be interesting i like it's watching spring really... training baseball i'm excited to have it on in the background while i'm i do I'm i do like myself some
0: spring training baseball i was worried because the yankees didn't announce any tv things and then i saw last minute that they did so their first game is on the 27th i'm sure everything is going to get changed because they had a normal schedule out for the last couple months and i think that they're going to just have to revamp it with all the east coast florida teams
3: i feel like they do that for the most part though right
0: well sometimes they ship off to the to port st louis City or wherever houston plays or toronto on the east side of florida i don't know it is what it is
3: i want to go to tampa for a yankee spring training game this year
0: it's fun have you been I have not. I have. I went to the exhibition Florida State, and Jameis Winston played baseball. Nice. It was it was a good time.
2: Did, Did he pitch spring training play right field?
0: He played. He played at right field, and he had an at-bat and everything. Nice. That's
1: have cool. they ever had spring training in Vegas? I don't think have
0: so. Have the Yankees?
1: Have the MLB. It's only Arizona and Florida, right?
0: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm, I think the Mets have a spring. They triple-A team in Vegas. Or they used they, to. Used to. They, they used, used to, to be Las Vegas. That's, Which that's was the always funny it was because Mets, they couldn't no. bring up anyone from triple-A because it was across the country. Because it was cheaper to be in Vegas than anywhere else.
1: I'm going to Vegas in three weeks for a baseball really? tournament. So, maybe that's I'll shoot fun.
3: down to Arizona.
0: You can do that. how hours, the Miner's looking.
3: Uh, we're looking very good. Very, very good. It was very uh, vague. We are um, some big signings in the minor league world. Um, and uh, our manager, Bobby Jones, is very, uh, very excited for this season. So uh, I think it's going to be a great season. It's going to be a... Is there a schedule yet? No. Um, We're hope. I'm hoping for next week.
0: That's very important.
3: I'm very bored. So uh, I'm hoping for next week. Um, but it's going to be great. It's going to 16 teams in the Frontier League this year. So uh, that's great. It's the biggest independent league in America, which is awesome. And uh, it's going to be a great season.
0: Do we got anything else, guys? I don't think so.
3: I think Good. It, was a, it was
0: short and sweet. It was a light week this week. It wasn't, yeah. Outside of Bauer, there wasn't much. Next week, we'll be right in the midst of pitchers and catchers reporting. So, I'm sure we'll get something. We're heating up. We like this. We're heating this up. Big news. We can do We can do divisional previews soon. We can bring back the over-under game. There's a lot on the table for this these upcoming weeks.
1: And if you're a betting man, I am starting on an MLB model, seeing if Ooh. I can get this done in two months, or at least close to working. The college basketball model hasn't been perfect, but it's still beating Vegas, so... I don't know. It's exciting. It is exciting. We it's could even exciting. use it for the show, possibly, for little little games.
0: Who knows? Did you guys have a good Super Bowl, though, with the betting? No, I did. No, We no. went over this
3: before you joined before.
0: What happened?
3: Well, if we didn't have a good betting Super Bowl, who do you think the we bet on? The Chiefs. Oh, you're a genius.
0: Uh, yes. There was two <laughs> it, teams. It just playing. comes to me. <laughs> It just comes to me. I thought you did, like, prop bets and stuff. You can still, like, lose with the cheese and win money with other oh, things. I
3: did not do a prop bet. I know somebody who lost $70 on the coin toss, though.
0: Ooh. I don't
3: tough. blame them, though, because Tails never fails until it fails. So
1: I always
0: say heads. Every single time there's a coin being flipped, I'll always say heads. Good to I'll know. I'll never go Tails. Ever.
3: That's, that's good to know.
0: Um, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. All right. Before we wrap it up, do we have anything else that we didn't cover? Nope. All right, great. For this edition of Base Hip Ball 4, my name is Glenn Denegris for Scott Roswald, Alex Cashman, Tyler Blumenstick. We'll see you next week.